Welcome to the huddle with Mo and Low. Because some of the greatest life lessons happen in football, we turn that into a show. One, two, ready? Three. Huddles are a time to come together, to strategize, execute, spark creativity, learn, trust, grow, and share. So huddle up. Here are your hosts, Mo and Low. Oh, that looks like a very refreshing iced tea, sweet tea. Mm-hmm. You all right? You look fabulous. Well, thank you. You, you do too. Amazing. I think this is where I should point out. Um, is this a prompt? Your no. lashes look great. Oh. I'll play along. <laughs> Thank you um, so much. Yep. I worked hard on them. I yep. pl- I pay a pretty hey, penny hey, every Lois, month. Hey, Lois, yeah. I think the show started. Oh, yeah. are we on? We're on. Oh, snap. Hey, okay. y'all. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We are here with you on DC Radio, WHUR 96.3 HD4, and you are with The Huddle with... Low and Mo, that's yes, me. That's me. <laughs> yeah, this is the show where we discuss business and balls yes, yes. Uh, with current and former athletes. We yes. like to be a little lighthearted, a little funny, a little yes. silly. We like to have a good time. You know it. That's right. I am one of your co-hosts, Lois Cook. I am a DC diva. I play women's pro football. Why is Monica looking at me like that? I play women's football. I'm also a social media influencer, a host with the most yeah and this is my amazing fabulous co-host <laughs> monica d dot livingston tell me AKA more tell me more tell Mo me more in the building ah. look, at, look at amazing i like the i like well, the you. white shades you know the, right. it's I'm, summertime you right. know i'm trying to do a little something something but it's always cold in the building so know, you know i wasn't certain but yes i am monica d dot, dot livingston <laughs> former professional women's tackle football player current entrepreneur mm-hmm. speaker mm-hmm. your host also with the most mm-hmm. um you know at this podcast thing i'm doing here with my girl lois cook mm-hmm. and i do a bunch of other stuff and if you want to know more a about that www.monicadlivingston.com ah that's right shameless whole- plug no, shameless, absolutely. Because if you weren't going to do it, I was going to do it. I appreciate it. But you. I'm talking about a whole bunch of stuff. Um, What's popping? Let me tell you. You know what? Did you hear what? about Anacostia River being open to swim? I heard it. Did I you, thought it was. Did you go get. Your did I dip? what? Did you go take your little dip? No. <laughs> no, and I advise against it. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Like, like why? Are, are you going into the Anacostia River? Listen, listen, look at me. Yeah. Absolutely uh-huh. not. Okay. It's an immediate no. Okay. It okay. was no. Mm. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I don't even go into beach water in right. the regular places where people yeah. like to frequent. How, how deep is that? That How deep is a river? It's <laughs> deep, isn't it? If I can't stand it, and I'm not getting in it. If I can't see through it, I'm not getting in it. How about that? That mm-hmm. right there. That... Oh, the people that are listening, if you're watching, you know what this is, French fries. Lois is eating um, French fries from McDonald's right now um, and putting ketchup. I'm pretty sure there's a policy about not, no food in <clears throat> the studio. But anyway, like, this is what we're, we're doing. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that Heinz recently sent out a tweet about whether or not the ketchup should be refrigerated or on the shelf? What? What do you do? Okay, after I open it, yeah. it goes, like, this is serious talk. Yeah. Now I'm wondering if I got this right. After I open it, it goes in the fridge. I put mine in the fridge. What about the little packets? The packets go in the drawer. Packets don't go in the fridge for me. They go in the drawer? I just kind of, I mean, yeah, or I let them go. Okay. 
So what did I say we're supposed to do with it? I want to know. How do you all do it? So y'all, listen, check in with us. Yeah. Drop it on Instagram. Please. Do you put your ketchup in the fridge or Ooh. on the shelf? Ooh. When our guest comes later, Gina Jones, yes. we're, we're going to ask Gina what she we does also. Yes. And you got to stay tuned because I'm not going to tell you what Hines officially tweeted this out. This is until, perplexing. Until... Gina Jones comes into the huddle, and then I'll share it with all of us. we got to ask Jessica also. Jessica is our fabulous producer today. I wonder if Jessica is a ketchup in the fridge or ketchup um, <laughs> in the drawer. I, or I on mean, the shelf. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll have to check in with Jessica I got, also. I'm live over here, and I've got, okay, I've got fridge. What do you guys do? Fridge. Who else? Shelf, unless opened. Okay. See? In the fridge after open. Get a lot of fridges over here. Because it comes on the shelf. When you buy it, it's not refrigerated. You get it off the shelf. Yeah, but it's not open yet, right? Right. I think it's a hard yes. If it's open, it needs to go immediately in the fridge. That's, that's fridge. my final answer there. Okay. Well, someone told me once that if you put it in the fridge, then you can't tell if it goes bad. Huh? Come again? <laughs> that's what somebody else said. That they, like you can't see if it gets bad or something like that. You can taste it. Well, okay. What they so, doing? What they doing with anyway. that ketchup? That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ran out of strawberries. We're just going to use the ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, family show. <laughs> well, spe- oh my. Okay, well, speaking of roses are red, violets are blue. Yes. Uh, let's talk about roses and thorns. You I know what? My rose... Is the same as my thorn. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How does that work? So my rose was the 4th of July. Okay. It being a holiday and yeah. a time for reflection and, you know, friendship and all that. Yeah, And definitely. it's also my thorn. Oh, wait a minute. Because I'm not sure what <laughs> we should be celebrating. Oh, okay. There's a lot going on yeah. in America, True. and I was just really careful. So much so, I felt like my my posts on social media were all over the place. One was like, oh, we're the best country in the world. And the other one was like, yeah, but we forget some people. Uh-huh. And so it's hard to, to reconcile in my brain what we truly mm-hmm. have to be celebrating. I, I, I firmly believe that this is the best country on the planet. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a home team girl always. I, I've rooted for the Orioles. I root for anybody. This is my home team is mm-hmm. our country. So I think we're the best country, but I think we got a lot of improvement in growing. Huh. The huh. So you could say that again. <laughs> that's my rose, man. My I rose mean. was the was the was Independence Day. Um, you yeah, supposed to be talking about freedom. Yeah. But uh, the, the thorn is freedom for whom for, yeah exactly for all right, right? and right. i don't think we're there yet we're not so there. yeah not so what we have to do it, is, does, it feels a little funny it, it, it's yeah. it's just uh, yeah so i didn't do right. much and, and i'm also sick of fireworks like this is the same thing uh, honey you sick of them because i bring them every day I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. you definitely are a sparkle for sure <laughs> for sure you are a sparkle <laughs> Lord help me today well, with this lady in here. Y'all. <laughs> you, where's the lie? Where is the lie? There is none. Okay. There okay. is none. But you know what? I'm. A, I will say this. Last week, um, my rose mm-hmm. became my thorn. <laughs> what you told me? Because my rose. Remember, my yep. rose is moving into a yep. new place, having a new environment. I told you. Yep. Man, everything could have. Everything that could have went, went wrong went wrong. Yeah. I'll talk about it a little bit later on, but yeah, that was that's my thorn. Yeah, moving moving's know. tough, man. That that's why I was surprised last week when you were like, "Oh, it's no. a new beginning." Because, I thought, yeah, because I had other people to help and handle a lot of the workload. Right. Until yeah, until they left. <laughs> until they left. Right. The and the workload wasn't done. Beer ran out. They're like, "All right, bye, Lois." <laughs> Peace. 
<laughs> and then anyway. the unpacking. Ugh. Oh, my. That yes. is, that's not getting done. Listen, I think what's going to happen is I'm going to leave everything in boxes. I'm not taking anything out until the next time I have to move. And then it's already done. Oh, planning ahead. Huh. <laughs> it's going to make life difficult while you're there, but sure. Sure. Just if, buy new stuff. I think that's I what you try to do. win the lottery, then I could just not worry about those things. I'll buy what I need as I need them. Okay. But speaking about living, yeah. uh, living with Livingston, yeah. uh, let's level up with Mo. Hey, let's do it. Uh, three, six got six tips, and really it's only five, mm. but I have to give three, six got to give you six tips. Yeah. So the last one's a little weak. I'm just going to go ahead and, no. and uh, put that out there. But today I want to talk about resiliency. Mm. And I think this is really going to tie in when, our, when we get our guest here, our team captain that's going to be entering the huddle you talk about somebody that is resilient Ooh, mm. and you're going to figure mm. out what that mm. means when she steps into the huddle but uh, resiliency is the the ability to withstand or recover quickly from difficult conditions mm-hmm. trauma hardship and to be able to spring back and so the six pillars of resiliency are this self-awareness right if you okay. want to be resilient you you have to be be conscious of um, your personality yeah. know your strengths yeah. know what your weaknesses are if you're an emotional person what motivates you so that's self-awareness the second um, pillar is mindfulness the ability to be fully present be aware of your environment and be intentional about not being overly reactive or overwhelming. Number three, self-care. We talked about this last week. You have to take care of yourself. You can't give or pour yeah. into anyone if you are running on empty. So, thousand percent agree. Yeah, and you got to take action to do self-care. I went self-care. got my nails done yesterday. Yeah, my I know. Toes. And then you had to change your tire. And they, 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 <laughs> you know, but they still look good. Okay, thanks. They still look good. So that's self-care. <laughs> for some people, it's getting the nails done. For, for me, yesterday it was a nap and I have a hard time taking a nap uh, Four positive relationships have supportive people around you I even talked Ooh. about this a little bit uh, last did. week yeah. as well and here's the thing get rid of some people oh please cut bye we make cuts all the time in sports. Bye. Peace. You got to go. Not if you're not today, lifting me up, Satan. you are pulling me down. Absolutely. So bye. I, I might saw, be able to help you on the way when I get all the way up. But till then. I saw it. a caption yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post it and tag her. But it was you can't. I can't grow with you if you don't like watching me grow. Ooh. Or if you don't like how it looks to see me grow. Ooh, and there's some haters out there. Ooh. I told y'all last <laughs> week that's what they do, though. They fill Man. out an application, say, hey, I, this is my job. I want to hate. And if they would take that same energy okay. and put it into thriving, huh. they would no longer be a hater. But some people like to hate. And here's the thing. I don't care. Yeah. We need haters. Okay. We need them. Motivation. They're fuel. They're fuel. I use those haters as fuel. But let me give you number five. Yes. Five is purpose. Be clear about Ooh. what your purpose is. Mm. Right? You have to define what your purpose is and really try to make some steps and work towards that. And number six is turn a setback into an opportunity for growth by finding ways to help other people. Those are Ooh, your like six it. tips from three six and how to be more resilient or level up your current level of resiliency, shall I say. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. That's what I got it. for you. That's what we're doing. Um, I'm checking off each and every one of them. I like that. Yeah. And our yeah. team captain is super resilient. Yes. What? Yes. What a story she has. Woo-hoo! Speaking of which, we yeah. might as well bring her into the her. huddle right now. Who's coming into the huddle? Listen, we got the one and only Gina Jones, originally from B- Buffalo, New York, currently lives in Laurel, Maryland. She has a bachelor degree in communication, okay. a master degree in policy and management from HBCU. 
Bowie State University. Smarty pants okay. with the masters. Real okay. Smart, real smart. <laughs> <laughs> she loves writing short stories and poetry. Her hobbies include bike riding, reading, basketball, skating, and attending church. Amen. Amen. <laughs> now, oh, a fun fact yeah. is that she loves ballet. What? Okay. I'm about to. What? You want to see me? No, we're not talking about you. Why would no? We want to see her do the ballet. Lord have mercy. I wish you guys could see me. Oh my goodness! So she went to Buffalo Academy okay. for the Visual and Performing Arts High School and majored in dance. Oh shucks. Mm-hmm. Joined over fifty. Joined a fifty and over women's basketball league in PG County, Maryland. But let me not say any more. Okay. Let's bring her right on into the huddle right here on DC Radio. Uh, WHUR 96.3 HD4. We got the one and only Gina Jones. Welcome to the huddle. Hey. Thank you. Thank What's you for on, having me. Nothing much. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy Ooh. to be here. Thank you. Yes. You and guys you, are amazing. Do you look amazing? <laughs> always. Always. Right. That's I my friend. That. That's my friend. She's my friend. So y'all both got the glasses on. I didn't. But you got a pair of glasses for me? No. I left them in the no. car. Anyway. I'm mine in the car too. Gina, how you feeling? I feel good. I good. feel good. Yeah. Thank you for being here. So I want to hear about this ballet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like my my pirouette? Is that what it's called? What's a pirouette? That wasn't a pirouette. No. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my French fries and ketchup over here. Please tell us more. <laughs> no, it's just um, I've always liked it. I wasn't really serious about it in high school, you know, because I started playing basketball mm-hmm. and doing other things. But I always loved it. And um, as I got older, I would play around with it just in the house just to keep <laughs> the moves going, uh-huh. you know. And um, not too long ago. I looked it up. I was it was about four o'clock in the morning. I said, "I'm gonna see if they have adult ballet cl- classes." Wow! Mm-hmm. And I found one in D.C. Um, called the D.C. Dance. Okay. And um, it's on Wednesday nights. I just go. It's like adults, uh-huh. so you don't have to feel intimidated now. They have girls running around here in their twenties, like doing uh, like a spinning top, mm. and I'm looking at them like I'm, I, I, I used to try to do it, but I'm gonna be in the back, you know, and I'm watching them and on the bar, making sure I'm doing everything they're doing. So it's a lot of fun. It's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. That's but awesome. Okay, is it? Because all I can imagine seeing is the pink leotards with the the tutus and the, the right. shoes. What do you actually wear to an uh, adult ballet? Class? I just wore just a regular basic. Um, they call it leotards. I just mm-hmm. wore that. And um, some shorts and okay, tights. Okay. I do have the ballet shoes, slippers, yeah. the pink ones, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just... But a lot of them just actually wear... Never wear... They, had, they never have on tutus, but mm-hmm. just regular... Because it's like practice, right. okay. you know? And nobody judges the other... Yeah. Whatever, like whatever. Else. I realized that I was the oldest one there, though. I was like... Wait a minute, how old are you? And, and how do you? And I'm like, maybe I should be in this class. Oh, no. He was like, no, this is the only class we have. Uh-huh. <laughs> Adults starts at 18. Right. I, I had to think about it. Right, right, like, right. yeah. right. Do you have a part senior yeah, class? Yeah. Yeah. Can I get the senior Olympics uh, ballet, please? That's the class I need. Mom, yeah. I want to see you do some ballet. No, you do not. I, the way my ankles are set up, walking. If you want to see Olympics for do me. ballet, I need you to drop a comment that on at Livingston three six three six. And if you, if I if get, they do, I'll do it in the downstairs in the lobby. Okay, did you hear that? But drop if they com- don't, then I'm not. No, <laughs> drop a comment. See what your people that we can do for you. Mo doing some ballet in the lobby. Hurry up. Let's see. Hurry up, y'all. So Gina, so let's talk about this book. You are an author. Uh, 
Yes. You you wrote a book. Tell us what is the book about? Okay, mm-hmm. the title is Hope. All of the ground is sinking sand. And one day, I mean, I was writing to a whole nother story, different story. And then by that time, um, it's like I woke up one day and I said, you know what? I'm going to write a story about a little boy with autism back in the 1940s. And I give all the credit to God. Cause wow. Why was I thinking about that? That's you what know, I was going to ask you. Know, only he knows. Only he knows, right. <laughs> so I got up and... Um, was this started, another 4 o'clock in the morning now? No. This oh, was okay, like, okay. <laughs> no, I was just wondering. No, okay, no. Even okay. though I'm up there early, but okay. no. Um, yeah, I was just... Mm. I know, right? Drink my coffee just thinking <laughs> Now, I do take a nap, so that's why I'm like, oh, yeah. it's unfortunate you have to try to make yourself. I, I just do it. It's just natural. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I started writing it and um, because it's fiction, of course. Mm-hmm. So I like fiction because I can make it my own. Yeah. You know, nobody can say, oh, why you do it that way? And so um, I started writing it, and it's about a little, a little boy um, um, back in the 19, late 1940s, 1950s. Okay. And I'm only using those years because it was before autism came out. Right. And um, so this, the premise of the story is that it's a young black mother, and she has a son. Um, she's not with the father. Mm-hmm. And about two, three years old, the little boy doesn't speak. Mm-hmm. And she tries to keep it a secret. And um, because back then, they would be put in institutions. Right. They were being called idiots and mm. different things like that. And she was trying to keep that from happening. Right. And so um, she meets a young teacher that tries to persuade her, you know, bring him to school. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you never know or right. something like that. But she was still trying to keep this. But her mother kind of like let the cat out the bag a little bit. And so that's basically what it's about. It's like a story of hope. Yeah. And trying to give the mother um, a, a chance. But she was so... Um, so scared. It's so it's so layered, though. I, I read the book. I encourage everybody to read it. It's so layered Thank because you. you start to think, you know, these secrets that are being kept and mm-hmm. how especially mm-hmm. in our community. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't tell anybody our business outside mm-hmm. of this house. If something if something is wrong with one of the kids, you try to keep it a secret. Yes. And so for me, it, it kind of showed like where that stems from and mm-hmm. that, that the, the generational yeah. passing that down. Of, oh, yeah. And I think that that is why and think I were changing this now. We struggle, especially in minority communities with getting help and getting mental health and oh. Making sure and why we, you know, don't go to the doctor as often as, you know, other people because right. these secrets yeah. and, and I love the the book because it gives hope mm-hmm. as an avenue instead of the hope secrets. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And the characters in this book, I'm telling you people, they're so vibrant. Like I can picture them. I don't even want to know. I'm glad that there are no pictures in the book. Right, right. Because I don't want to know because the characters look like how I make them look. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't want you to right. mess up yeah. with what I think they look like now, right? So don't come out with no illustrations uh, and stuff. I know what they look unless you want to ask me because I have them all fully developed in my right. head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's so cool though. Yeah. But yeah, it is it is absolutely a testament of hope. Um and you know a lot about hope. Let, let's let's get into it. You had a stroke. And yeah. you are one of the fittest people that I know. You don't smoke, y'all. She don't drink. And you had a stroke. And I remember the moment I found out about it. I thought, 
this has to be no, not Gina. Gina, like mm-hmm. so who, who are they talking about? Because mm-hmm. you know, in in my world, and you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to have a ton of like we talked about earlier resiliency to to write this book. Mm-hmm. Walk us through if you knew about the the stroke. We're always trying to help people, mm-hmm. like what it felt like. You know mm-hmm. the symptoms or signs, or would you do anything differently? Mm-hmm. And then how did you battle back from that? To writing a freaking book, talk yeah. to us. Right. Okay. Thank you. But uh, yeah, it was. It was. Um, I was having some problems at work, and uh, I was trying to decide whether or not I was going to stick it out, or you know. Mm-hmm. So I went to Human Resources, and we went through the whole thing of harassment, things mm-hmm. like that, from a manager, and I started having headaches. But I didn't realize that the headaches were coming from, I kept saying, that's distress. You know, mm-hmm. I'm having this stressful mm-hmm. thing at work. And um, so one day um, I talked to, you know, we made a decision. Okay, I'm going to resign. This was on Friday. I talked to Human Resources. Go in there Friday. And she said, come back on Monday, Gina. We'll fill out all the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll show you COBRA. That's the, the right. health insurance and things like that. I said, okay, fine. So... I leave there and I call my partner. And I say, um, "Yeah, I did it. You know, mm-hmm. I got to come in there Monday and you give me a, six weeks to find a job." Mm-hmm. You know, I was feeling really good. Yeah. And then Saturday night, I had the headache that came from nowhere. nowhere. I was just okay. sitting. I think it was. I kept saying it's stressed. And I, everybody kept saying it. You right. Know? But they knew me to have headaches. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. So Sunday morning, I'm walking my dog. Dogs. I had two at the time. And we were coming up the balcony in the back. And usually they want to keep walking. Right. And I'm tired. I'm like, come on, let's right. go in the house. <laughs> this particular day, they led me up the grass. We were almost to the, the, the balcony door. And all of a sudden, I looked down, no joke, and I felt like my right arm fell off. No, it was my mm-hmm. left, one, left, left or okay. right. Yeah, it was my left arm. Right arm, sorry. I felt like it was off my sh- my mm. arm. Wow. And I was like, this is crazy. So I started feeling all kind of crazy stuff. So I was able to get to the balcony door, open it up. Mm-hmm. I call Sean. I say, Sean! That's my partner. Mm-hmm. I call, scream her name out. And she comes out. And I couldn't talk past then. Mm. I was Whoa. like, uh, uh. Mm. And she thought, okay, I'm going to give you some water. Wait, what's going on? You know, she, because I could, after I said Sean, I couldn't, I, I said, I don't know. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I said, I feel weird. I feel well. And before I knew it, I couldn't talk. So I was wow. like, ah. And the the ironic thing about it is that I'm usually calling my mother early in the morning or my sisters as I'm walking. And I called my mother, but I didn't hang up the phone. And I didn't realize I didn't hang up the phone oh, until wow. after they told me. But my mother heard me screaming. Because oh, I was like, because wow. I couldn't talk. Yeah. So Sean called 911, and they came to get me. But, yeah, the only symptoms that I can say was um, when they found out that I had the stroke when I got to the hospital right. is that I had a blood clot that traveled from my heart to three parts of my brain. My God. So Ooh. the stroke affected my right side. Okay. And um, with the right side... Um, I couldn't move on this side. I couldn't move my arm. I, my arm was literally like a little jelly roll, just flopping all over the place because I had I right. couldn't feel it, and um, so I couldn't walk because, like I said, it it I felt like I couldn't feel nothing yeah. on the right side. So I was in the hospital about three weeks. I did the um, 
uh, what do you call it? Uh, oh, like a boy. rehab or... Oh, oh a test sorry. or whatever. That's okay. That's yeah. right. Well, I, I wanted to jump in anyway. Uh-huh. The dogs literally didn't do their normal. To, it sounds like to get you back to the house... That's, you know, dogs I, are, yeah. I, I mean, I love them. They are. When I tell you. Wow. Because I know they sometimes do not want to go back in the house. Right. They want to keep going. Right. This particular day, they went right up the grass and went all the way through. And I was like. Almost I didn't like they led until, you back yeah. home. And like I said, I feel like if you know the Lord, you know the Lord. Talk about it. And I know that all this was a part of that plan. Wow. To lead me in there because five, maybe five to ten times was of was, was the essence. Right. If I had not right. been in there to wake Sean up or scream, right. she's not a life sleeper. Right, You right. know, I wouldn't, I don't know if she would have came in time. Yeah. But, you know, time is really of the essence yeah. if they get to the hospital. And the, the, I want to mention this part um, really quick is that... Um, the paramedics came, mm-hmm. and he kept asking me, what's your name? What's your name? Ah, ah. Mm. Obviously, I can't talk. Right. Sean's telling him her name, Gina Jones, and he says, um, but, but I need her to tell me her name. Mm-hmm. Sean said, she can't tell you her name. She can't talk. She's screaming. He said, um, I think she, she took some drugs. So this is what the paramedics oh. said. Whoa. The paramedics didn't even consider, okay, the, oh. the, the left arm falling off, right. you know, because that is a sign, that one of the right. signs. Wow. And I couldn't talk. Look right at you, said, black woman, this has to be drugs. Oh, my goodness. He said drugs. And so he was black, too. Yeah, but that's okay. And, and that's what I said. We, we, said, we fall so in we're line constantly, with our own Sean is mm. fussing with this guy. Right. He's constantly asking me, so she doesn't drink. She, she doesn't drink. She don't do drugs. Come on, man. She can't talk. Wow. And, and at one point, we got in the, got in the, because uh, I'm, I'm coherent. Right. And I know what's going on, but I can't say, can say anything. anything. Yeah. We, Sean is behind me in the, ambulance and I can see her and I'm sitting up like this because I'm feeling weird now. I'm starting to feel Mm -hmm. a little weird on this side and I'm just looking at her and I'm just crying because he is in my ear Mm -hmm. in the the truck saying, can you just tell me how many fingers I have up? Can you tell me, you can't say your name? Tell me your name. I'm sitting here like hello, and I'm looking at Sean like I'm just crying, right. like, not from pain, but just, like, Frustration leave me alone. And like, right. I, I remember and, doing um, this. I just turned away yeah. from him, you but know. But all of this that you're literally going through I'm in there, this moment, something really yes. new experience to you that you are probably panicking in your mind, panicking. your heart, your soul, and trying to get help, and the help is Whoa. here, but questioning. But questioning. I mean, all the way to the after. Thank the Lord that from my house to uh, Laurel Hospital um, was only about... Not even five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, so, like yeah. Minutes, right? yeah. Sean wanted to literally just take me in and, and drive me there. Yeah. But I, I couldn't move at that point. Right. You so know, you I was like, yeah, assistance. I needed that assistance. Listen, we, we this see this is why we have to have you back tomorrow too, because uh, like we already run out of time here, and I, there's so yeah. much to talk about. But we 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 told people the book. We're gonna make sure yes. that they know. Yeah, please. But but did you did you follow up with that paramedic? Report um, him. 
because I but, would like to. Yeah, I think I think Sean did, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. But like I said, time was at the essence right. at that particular yeah. moment. Well, and I'm yeah. just thinking because, like, you know, he should not be out there doing that to yeah. anybody else. That was the most horrific experience yeah. because you couldn't talk. And you yeah. can't talk at that point. So it's like, get me out of here. But yeah. you're and wondering, what's going on with me? What's that? You don't know at I the moment. Did you, you didn't know that you were having yeah. a, in I that didn't moment. Know. Right. Sean That's thought crazy. at one point, because my face started to drop, okay. and she thought it was a Bell's palsy uh-huh, or something. Uh-huh, yeah. And then the stroke was the farthest thing from her mind right. until we got there, and they did everything. And then it was, Yeah, because how old were you at the time? I was, uh, it would happen Two weeks after my 50th birthday. Right. So you're 50, don't drink, don't smoke. Yeah. You know, yeah. stroke wasn't the first thing that Sean right. was thinking about. But just, I really do want to get this out yeah. that I have, um, one of the things that happened was that I had um, low levels of protein in my body, oh, okay. which can possibly okay. cause blood clots. Okay. okay. And so that was one thing. And that's why I'm on blood thinners for the rest of my life and, mm. and things like that. But, um, in, in all d- due respect with Laurel Hospital and by the grace of God, they have a great team that I was able to get rehabilitated right. and, and go. They have one right inside the hospital. So oh. I was able to do that. And, um, yeah, after that experience, I had a wonderful experience right. there. You right. know, Shout out to Laurel Hospital yeah. and screw you yeah. to the paramedic <laughs> that um, put people through that. Don't you do that no more. And I'm coming to look for you and we're going to make sure you're not doing this anymore. We're at 20 eight minutes here on a half yes. hour show man this is terrible <laughs> uh, tell people where they can get the please, book please we gotta know. <laughs> yes you can actually get my book uh, my my um, email address is peaceful at aol.com that's p is in paul e is in edward a is in apple c is in charles F is in Frank, O is in Oscar, at AOL. Yes, I still have AOL. I'm probably the only customer. <laughs> <laughs> you showed the only your, one. You just showed your age on that one. The only one. They haven't <laughs> failed me yet. That's so why I'm you're looking there. for that senior ballet That's class, right. that AOL address. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. It's also on Amazon. Yes, I'm sorry. Amazon? It's on okay. Amazon as well. Yep. It's on Amazon mm-hmm. and your um, uh, Instagram, your social media. My social media is out of bounds one one one. Yeah, out of bounds. O u t o f b o u. Indeed. Indeed. Yes, yeah. I was gonna say you keep it here, want to keep spelling. I can't help you. I can't spell. I can't spell. I can't do math. I was just hoping you're gonna get it right. I, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, uh, man. you listen, that's, don't change. Look at this, Lois. Oh. It's it's over. I know. How is this possible? I know. I know. Like, it's, what is happening? I don't know. We're gonna have to schedule a part two. We, yeah. You know, and we gotta and, get. You, yeah. Thank you for this, though. I really appreciate the opportunity. These girls are. St- uh, it was great, <laughs> amazing, and fun. Thank it was just for, fun. No, thank you for being here and sharing your story. I mean, can you imagine who you might touch and reach out yeah. and, and eat your protein, How right? about that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I ain't got to tell yeah. me that. I'm going to give me a piece but of chicken also, and some egg salad protein, right now. You want some ketchup? The, no. the protein that you eat has nothing to do with the proteins in your body, so I just want to oh. let you oh. know that. Oh. So that's a whole oh. nother. I didn't know that either. And I, that, that I lets didn't you get know. my doctor to <laughs> <laughs> We over here diagnosing, thinking about I'm going to grocery store. Right. Let me get me some hand. hamburgers. I want to put that out there. Out. Look, thank you for listening to the huddle. This is Mo and Mo and Low. Oh, we'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs> You've been listening to the Huddle with Mo and Low podcast. For more information, visit bleav.com or click on the programs tab and the Huddle with Mo and Low page at dcradio.gov.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.